0: Yay,
2: Networks. Welcome to The Dead Life. Here's world-renowned medium, Allison Dubois.
3: Today on The Dead Life, we'll be hearing from listeners with questions about spirit, signs, baby souls, and everything in between. I'll be sitting down with my husband, Joe, who's my in-house scientist and sounding board. If you want to leave me a message that might be shared on a future episode of The Dead Life, Leave it at 802-DEAD-811, 802-332-3811. You can follow me on Instagram at Medium Allison, on my Facebook fan page, and you can binge on my YouTube videos to watch readings, including episodes of The Dead Life. If you have abilities of your own and are looking to expand them and connect with other gifted people, go to deaduniversity.com. For information on private readings, you can email us at booking at allisondubois.com. And um, shout out to all my listeners. Last week was my 150th podcast episode and marked three years since the day the dead life was born. So, Joe, thank you for being here today.
2: Yeah, wow. Can't believe three years has gone by. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, it's kind of crazy because this started in COVID. And mm-hmm. they asked me if I could wanted to do a podcast. And I said, I'd never actually thought of doing one and I hadn't done one before. And now I just feel like an, a pro.
2: Yeah. You're natural.
3: <laughs> well, I've definitely enjoyed the Collins and the people who have been guests on the show. And I've learned so much from them all. And I'm sure we'll have more interesting people in the future, um, along with some of our favorites. So, why don't we, speaking of favorites, go to our listener, Carol. Hi,
4: Allison. I have a question about when you say spirit. Um, I've noticed a lot of mediums, they say that spirit says this or spirit says that. And I'm confused and curious as to if that. Spirit is God Or if it's Something else Maybe the Holy Ghost I don't know Um, Don't know if this question Will make it on your show Sure hope it does uh, uh, Because I can't seem to find An answer to this question So uh, love your show Big fan And uh, you read for me Many years ago 2018 I believe And uh, just Really
3: appreciate you. Thanks, Carol. Well, Carol, it's your lucky day. Your question's going yeah. to be answered. Um, so I find with when mediums refer to the term spirit, it can mean something different for each of them, but most of them seem to re- be referring to the source or who they're talking to on the other side. So for For um, some people, when they refer to spirit, they can mean the all knowing being, you know, a God, the other side in general, people have different um, sentiments or situations that they'll throw the word spirit around just because it encapsulates everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So Lori Campbell, for instance, is a medium that I know, and she refers to the dead when she brings them through a spirit or the person who is giving her information that is nameless sometimes as spirit, Mm -hmm. but it's really comes down to it's the source. Mm -hmm. So,
2: no, that makes sense. And even in, um, in Christian religions, most Christian religions, they, they call it a mystery. They have the uh, God, uh, the son, and then the Holy spirit. And they're, they're somehow the same being, but somehow different, and um, a lot of people view it as the voice or whatever. But I think that's the way you described it. That's, that's uh, that makes sense to me.
3: Um, I think we don't have all the answers when it comes to the other side, and I don't think that we'll have those answers um, until we die. Mm-hmm. So we can tell you from our perspective what we see here and know to be true. Every medium's going to have a different um, perspective. A lot of us have similar perspectives, and then there's some fringe, just like mm-hmm. with any other profession. So again, it's each of our style and personality sort of woven in to a reading. So depending on who you go to, some myself, I will refer to the person by name if I'm bringing through somebody in particular. Um, or I know that my dad's my, one of my guides. So when I say guides, sometimes we don't need to name them. And sometimes we know exactly who they are because they're connected to us. Mm -hmm. There are people who have these voices that, you know, navigate, help them navigate life more easily. And for them, it can be somebody who died around the time they were born or that they never even knew that feels connected to them or that's their namesake. And it doesn't really matter um, whether or not we loved them, they chose us. So they tend tend to choose us and want to be there for us and guide us from their perspective of how they see things unfolding in our lives. Often it's out of protection. So the word spirit can mean many things, but those are the the most um, often commonly applied situations that I see spirit used so okay well let's go to Brittany
0: hi my name is Brittany um I'm from Florida and I wanted to just say hello Allison hello Joe and thank you very much Allison for all that you do I was um privileged enough to see you live in Philadelphia gosh years ago I think 2008 possibly and you actually signed one of my books for you too so thank you for that it's something I definitely treasure Um, I'll try to make this quick and I'm not sure if this is like an unanswerable question, but as I listen to your podcast every Tuesday and I enjoy it so much, um, it's just something I've not yet heard come up and I thought maybe, I don't know if anyone can answer it. Maybe you could. Um, I unfortunately lost my father, my birth father when I was only 18 months old. Um, I did not very much obviously get to know him, which doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. I've heard that often in my life from people that it's, oh, you didn't really know him. And I can't even tell you how much that bothers me because it's just really been a process of grief throughout every single stage of my life. Um, I'm in my mid-30s now. And unfortunately, I also lost my stepfather who was in my life since I was 11 years old uh, a year ago, almost a year and a month ago today, actually. It was uh, July 14th. And he had passed away. Uh, a few months before my wedding, actually, which was extremely difficult. Um, I have the ability in my own heart and soul to process grief, I guess, differently than most of the people around me. Um, So I fully believe that both my father, Michael, who was my real father, and my stepfather, Andy, were both there present with me on that day and my whole family. Um, However, my question for you guys is, do you think there is a possibility that they have met on the other side together? I would like to think my father, Michael was the kind of person that would have shaken my stepfather, Andy's hand and thanked him for being the incredible father. Sorry. That he was to me all the uh, adolescent years of my life. Um, Extreme difficult years as well. I wasn't the the best teenager or young twenties either. So, um, I don't know. That's my question. I'm just curious if you would think that even though they never met here on Earth, if that, you know, they would meet each other on the other side. Um, Again, this may be an unanswerable question. I'm sure it's something that once I get to the other side, fun, beautiful day, I'll I'll get the answer to. But I'm just curious and I thought I'd throw it out there to see what you had to say about it. Thanks again so much, guys. I really appreciate all that you both do. And uh, thank you again. Take care. Bye-bye.
3: Well, first of all, Brittany, I'm sorry that anybody ever said that to you, that you didn't really know your dad, so it's got to be easier for you. That's such an insensitive, um, sort of uh, disconnected thing to say to a child who's lost a dad, and that's just not okay. So... To answer her question, you know, she lost her dad as a baby, Michael, and um, and then she lost her stepfather before her wedding, which is just compounds it because mm-hmm. every little girl hopes that their dad's gonna walk them down the aisle. Right. I wonder if she has Capricorn in her chart because a lot of people with Capricorn will have dad issues, and that can be through loss. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I will say that they are, Michael and Andy are bound by their love for you. So, absolutely, they met on the other side. They would be fast friends, and you are right. Um, Michael would thank Andy for being there for you and the hugs he gave you and the encouragement that he gave you. And Andy would thank Michael for bringing you into the world so that he could be a father to, mm-hmm. um, this, to you, the daughter, um, who brought him so much joy and love. So uh, I'm sure they're very united in their love for you. And now you have two dad energies on the other mm-hmm. side to protect you and to guide you. If you ever do a reading... You, and you want a dad brought through you might let the medium know that there's two father figures over there because um one might try and hijack the other one's reading right, i right. see that from time to time because they both really carry that same dad energy because they love you so much but absolutely they have they've met um that did a, you
2: no that's a great question um and yeah you're right not she should warn the medium because not everybody has two dads.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So I, I feel for her though. I see people, adults who lost a parent when they were small and it just changes who they are, who Mm -hmm. they would have been. So the fact that Brittany was a rebel as a teenager, it's okay. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's well-earned. I mean, you had some, uh, something to work out in, you probably felt a bit gypped out of your dad and, um, you know, telling people, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my dad. You know, we all throw those things out there. I had stepdads. Um, so yeah, that rubble, who's you, I'm sure your dad had a little bit of that fire in him as well. So (music) this fall, you've got so many demands on your time. Standing in the checkout line doesn't have to be one of them. Break out of your routine recipes that leave your family saying, not again, and leave the meal planning and grocery shopping to HelloFresh. With pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes delivered to your door, you'll have one less errand to run, leaving more time to focus on you and your family. When life gets busy, don't call for delivery. Get HelloFresh. It's 25% cheaper than takeout, less expensive than grocery shopping, and helps you to avoid those impulse buys that really add up. Just choose your recipes and receive fresh, pre-portioned ingredients that will get your kitchen humming and leave you with a satisfied family. Whether you have kids still in school, or you're like me and my husband Joe whose kids are grown but we still enjoy cooking together, HelloFresh has what you need. Go to hellofresh.com slash 50 deadlife and use code 50 deadlife for 50% off plus free shipping. Go to hellofresh.com slash 50 deadlife and use code 50 deadlife for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Okay, well, let's move on to Ashley.
1: Hi, Allison. Hi, Joe. I'm Ashley Rowe, a native New Jerseyan now residing in Orlando, Florida. And first off, thank you for all the knowledge you share and comfort you provide me and others. And thank you for taking my question on an earlier episode. And I was trying to think of a question that Allison may not typically get. I wanted to ask about pre-life. And I thought of this question because my husband and I have been struggling to conceive. So long story short, we're going through IVF. We have one embryo and it's a girl, fingers crossed. (laughs) I have been told by other mediums before that we would have a girl with crazy hair like me. And I feel like this is it. I'm optimistic and was wondering if I can talk to the soul of my potential child before they come into this world. I I wonder this because I talk to family members who have passed. I feel like they're here. I'll leave a seat for them in the car or at the table. I feel like I get their guidance or they're with me. And I'm wondering if this works. On the flip side, before life rather than after life. Wanted your perspective on that. Thanks so much. Bye.
3: I find this such an interesting question because um, she's very insightful in that she, you know, she already talks to her loved ones who've passed, people connected to her that she misses. I do believe that you can talk to the soul of the child before they come in. It's just a sense that I have. And I've heard a lot of people say before they got pregnant, um, they had a sense of who they were, the child was going to be, what they were going to be like.
2: Well, you did, but maybe you had an unfair advantage.
3: <laughs> so I think that it is entirely possible for her to uh, be picking up on the energy of a child before they enter the world and like fingers crossed on the crazy haired daughter. I think that would be amazing. We need more crazy haired little girls running around, around the world. And, um, I also think when you're talking to the other side about what you imagine your daughter would be like, or you think she's going to be like, maybe even connect to an energy that has the essence of her. I, I believe that's actually good for your body. In your mind, and that it's preparing you to completely accept and believe that that child is coming into the world and you draw that energy to you. So, I think her perspective and her mindset is actually really um, a plus when it comes to her getting pregnant and the pregnancy um, going full term and the baby being okay, because her mind is in a good place because the other side's basically saying, this baby's coming this is what the baby's going to be like so that can be another essence of what she's picking up on the other side is somebody connected to ashley saying we're sending you the little girl mm-hmm. you know she's coming you know be ready for her she's special you know she's she's going to be like close to you you're going to be best friends and this is what she's going to be like so i think the other side will often prepare us for motherhood in what we're going to have in our life. So um, all of this, again, is positive. I know my friend Diane Goldner, who is a healer that specializes in um, infertile couples, would also say that the mindset of the woman has a lot to do with the pregnancy going. And also both parents wanting that child, Because I've read people before where the dad didn't really want a child but was doing it because the mom wanted a child and they just couldn't get pregnant or the pregnancy wouldn't stick. And there's an energy of want that seems to be important in the couple and them, you know, wanting that child for the for the right reasons. And I mean, this is aside from people who could just get pregnant by being looked at. Yeah, I mean, there's right, those people out there, too. But from an energy perspective, a child's going to be more well-adjusted if both parents come in with this want and desire to love that child. Ashley sounds pretty balanced. You know, the people on the other side, and they, they do try and help us with babies. I do have them in reading say you're going to have a little girl and I'll be there I'll see it I'll I'll be in the delivery room and she'll be fine. So the other side very much to answer Ashley's question overlaps with um our a lot of the conceptions and what we need for our souls to complete their journey and I do believe Ashley can talk to the souls of children before they enter the picture, sort of an acquaintance, getting acquainted, getting to know one another, um, but it can also be somebody on the other side just letting her know what the energy of that child will be, and she's at, she actually could be talking to her guides or people that Ashley loves on the other side. So did you have any questions around that?
2: You know, I, I did. Uh, you mentioned the other side sends what we need. Um, when you say the other side, could that include our relatives that have passed, and then also maybe I don't know something else.
3: Okay, it's just something else everybody gets caught up on that we're not going to have answers to until we die. So. Right.
2: Whether yeah. it has a, a personality or it's an energy, you don't know. Right. You're just saying that's it, it, it could, take it for what you need. It could
3: be to. one of two things. Either you're actually talking to the soul of the child that's coming in, or somebody on the other side's sharing the energy of what that child that's being sent to you will be like. And that's what you're sampling energetically mm. through the person who is deceased that loves you, that's just letting you know that you're going to have that life and get to walk that path. So until I die, I'm not going to have a full answer to that. But um, those would be the two options I would think most viable in what you are actually talking to on the other side when you're connecting with that energy. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I well, we wish right.
2: her the best of luck. Good
3: luck, Ashley. We're hoping for uh, a pretty amazing daughter and with wild hair like mommy. <laughs> that would be great. So, um, and you might, and Ashley, I don't know if this will help, but if you do have any issues around the pregnancy or are worried, but it doesn't sound like she is anybody out there who is having issues, pick up Diane Goldner's book. She um, talks to you about that and sort of is great at helping women to prepare their body, mind, and soul to become mothers. So next let's hear from Noah in Vermont. Hey,
4: Alison, it's Noah from Vermont. Um, It's August 14th and I'm a bit under the weather um, and I will take some vitamin c however just wanted to share something with you um, last night I had a dream that um, a dog which I never dream of dogs i'm a cat person a shepherd um, that was that that was whimpering and shivering and needed my love and you know and warmth and so that's what I did. And um, he was very, um, he was kind of not settled. But I attributed to the fact that one of my clients, um, I'm a tattoo artist, one of my clients, Josh, um, passed away um, yesterday. And we did have um, a few pieces that uh, needed to be tattooed on him, and um, his friend just um, let me know that he passed away yesterday, and he said that he he thought very highly of me as, when he talked with him, and to just let me know that he passed away. So, it was very sad, um, and I wasn't very close to him, but... Suddenly, all my thoughts, you know, were went into Josh and basically talking, talking my head, saying, "Josh, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Why are you just? Why did you leave without your tattoos <laughs> 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 finished?" And um, at any rate, so um, I'm just wondering if if that dream, that very sweet and sad dream, was sent by Josh. I'm pretty sure it's my gut feeling. It's telling me it was him, but that really brought some tears. And, but it was a very sad and sweet dream. Um, anyway, thank you very much. Um, Allison and, uh, I'll listen to your show tomorrow. Okay. Bye.
3: So I'm going to try and decipher it the best I can because, um, I can get a read on people's dreams and representations, but I know there are people out there that are professionals that maybe maybe are better, but this is just my sense of what it is. First of all, how did Josh die? Because she described the dog as whimpering and shivering, which to me would communicate if if this is and it most likely would be josh communicating this dream to her if he died at exactly the same time that she had that dream i find that profound mm. so maybe inside for instance if he died of suicide i would look at that and say he's telling you how what his soul felt like mm. why he needed to not be here anymore that 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 he needed healing so without knowing how he died exactly, it, it'd be hard to say, but I'll put that out there in case that is the way that he passed. So um, sometimes it can be very literal, too, that check on my dog. Oh,
2: right,
3: <laughs> you know, right. I died. So somebody check on my dog and make sure that, you know, it's hungry. Like somebody feed oh, it no, and take yeah. care of it, in which case maybe Noah would take the dog in. So dreams can sometimes be very literal and sometimes they can be very mysterious and you have to sift through very little details in the dreams to try and make sense of it or understand what the messages they're trying to get across. Um, so hopefully no, we'll talk to Josh's friend and see maybe Josh was in a place of, he'd maybe lived a rough life. Maybe he, uh, didn't feel love. Maybe inside he felt weak. I don't know because mm-hmm. I don't know the the situation here. I don't know Josh. Um, so without having those facts, that's the best I could probably answer that is either it's literal and someone needs to check on his dog and make sure it's OK and take it in. Or the dog is Josh in this dream, and the whimpering and shiverings, what he felt like on the inside, and that now he's at peace. And so he would be conveying that the pain is over for him. And in by him coming through to her, he would know that she would be open to receiving the dream, as well as probably a thank you to her. Sounds like she started some tattoos on him she didn't get to finish. Yeah, that was... <laughs> That was something which he's like, what
2: are you doing? You didn't finish
3: your tattoo. So he, it sounds like he he really liked her and thought highly of her. So mm-hmm. to be able to come through to her is um, special. I think I would make an illustration of the tattoo that didn't get finished as finished and just frame it and put it on the wall for mm-hmm. him as some sort of inspiration in my tattoo parlor. But that's just me. I'm sentimental. Yes, so do you have are. any thoughts on that
2: uh, no, I was just taken because uh she is an artist, uh, and and clearly whatever was on Josh's skin, the, the tattoo was um so meaningful, powerful to mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. And and I think that people like that, when they get a dream, they can really um they they know when it's a different kind of dream. And yeah. they know when it's you know meaningful and and so, yeah, I think it's just a beautiful story of a connection that maybe maybe they didn't know was there before, but but there it is.
3: I mean, that dream prompted Noah to reach out and call and share that with all of us, right, listeners? Right, <laughs> so right, we appreciate right, right, right. that. I will also say, and this isn't for everyone, but I've noticed that a lot of people will illustrate their wounds through tattoos. Mm-hmm. So some people just get them for fun when you're just seeing, Mm -hmm. oh, somebody got drunk and played tic-tac-toe on them. It's like, okay, reassess your life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But most people that I know get them to memorialize somebody or to convey a wound that they had in their life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my sense is that Josh was a sensitive guy, that he was a good guy, and that his death is... um, needing to be acknowledged on a a larger scale. Maybe everybody doesn't even know he died yet, you know, because it sounds like he died recently uh, from, from what she said. So um, I hope so because there could be a dog in his apartment that needs to be fed and watered. So I hope somebody (laughs) does check on that. But um, I think maybe the dog whimpering and shivering is just him trying to convey how he, may have felt inside and that that part of him is now gone right. and healed Absolutely. so okay well see i told you they would be unusual questions uh, for all of my dead life listeners out there we think we've heard everything and then and then another week goes by and another episode so i hope that gave you all food for thought out there um, listening to it and maybe even working on your own sense of what you felt as you heard the Collins talking and sharing their stories and how you felt connected to them, that too helps to exercise your soul and to connect you to people that are strangers. And it can also make you better at reading people. So when you listen to The Dead Life, see what you do pick up on each of the Collins or guests that I have on the show and let that part of you that is so soulful exercise itself and grow stronger it's a good thing it's a gift so thank you Joe for being here today uh, for today's uh, unique call-in questions and thank you my listeners you can catch me next Tuesday for a fresh episode of the dead life to all of my believers out there don't stop believing
2: Join us next week on The Deadlight, and don't forget to subscribe now to get every episode sent straight to your phone.
1: With Lucky Land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.